been since the last episode? I've been exhausted. I've had uh, work has is definitely a hundred percent full back in the game. Um, I had two video shoots back to back. I've been just doing all type of stuff. So I'm definitely um, happy about it, but I just, I've had so much time off from actually being out in the field working besides doing like doing goals that this shit is just, I gotta, yeah, I was, the first day I was excited. So I was, you know, I was good, but the second day, halfway through the shoot, I was irritated, you know, um, (laughs) luckily the people who, um, I was working with, the people who I was working with, um, were very picky. Um, I was working with another makeup artist who, to who I met for the first time. Like we known each other from Instagram, and we always send each other work, but uh, we never met each other. I just like her makeup; she liked mine, so we talked through Instagram. So I even got her number to text her sometimes. But we finally met, so we're gonna probably link up. I'm trying to get in the business. Of, I told you that before. That I wanted to get in the business of making new friends after one of us. So she, um. Yeah, and I made friends with the people with the people who booked me for the job, RCA, the A and R, and I think she's like the project manager for RCA. But good friends to have, be you know. But um, they want to hang out. They're gonna be here for a minute, so they asking me to do some stuff. So you know. But other than that, I've been good. I've just been tired. Just um, you can't see see around in my room. It's dirty because I have not been at home. Currently washing co- uh, clothes because I couldn't do my laundry this weekend. I don't got no haircut. First world problems during the pandemic. I know. <laughs> the nerve. I actually have. Uh, honey, party. the streets is open. I'm, they are. No, you're they right. parties booze. I actually, I'm going to one on Saturday. I'm outside this weekend. I'm ready. Careful. I am maybe like August. I'll be ready. I really am. I think my, I want to go, I want to travel. I'm ready to get on a plane. I, I need to go somewhere. My job has been talking about having to go to um, California to visit our main office. And honestly, I'm just tired of going to California. I don't really want to go. And it's probably because it's in a Bay Area. And I'm just like, y'all. Yeah. The Bay, I ain't going to say the Bay is boring, but it ain't nothing to do out there, really. Yeah. But exactly. Go to the beach. And it's yeah. like, you can't go to the beach right now. Exactly. And the beaches are the like, but where my company is based is not in a cool, it's not even in Silicon Valley. Like it's not, it's like, yeah. When I went, when I had to go and when did I go to that interview in, um, was that March? I was just like, I don't ever want to fly to this state again. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to go to Disneyland and I want to visit my friend in, in San Diego, but I mean, I need to do all that in one trip. And that's and the next time I ever go to California is if I have a layover to go to Hawaii. I'm done with the state. I'm done with yeah. the whole state. I'm sorry. Really? You know, a funny story. No, actually, I'm not going to share that story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, So I wanted to um just really speak on last week's episode. We got a lot of positive feedback Come on. and i think that is the most i've seen people share our posts about an episode i agree like I a lot everywhere yeah yeah and um i just really want to so i know i shouted out two of my white friends that reached out and um i even had more support that came out of the episode just people who were just like you know i had no idea and you know just some things that you know i was i looked at something it was saying that um privilege or maybe they said white privilege is just now learning about racism while we've had to like live through it so yeah anywho i think i think it plays big part in us being in the pandemic because i think we're we were forced to sit down and kind of like pay attention to stuff because i know for me um 
even even though I do try my best to just pay attention to like what's going on in the world or I mean even simple stuff like what's going on in in my community I'm always working and I'm always thinking about work like I'm thinking about when I'm you know my next gig I got to do this do this do this so I'm not really focused on anything outside of that so the fact that I haven't been able to do that, I feel like I've been paying attention more to what's going on. And I think that that plays a big part as to why um, white people have been, you know, a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, people are at home. There are no sports right now. A lot of stuff is closed Nothing. down. And I Nothing. think people have, and um, someone actually raised a point to me last week that some people, even though they um didn't really speak out against racism and things like that, they were also afraid that they took such a strong stance that they might lose their job, which speaks a lot to that organization they work for. Because a lot yeah. of black people, they're just like, I don't care. If you don't support me, then, you know, I'll just go somewhere else. But a lot of people might have felt like, and that's kind of like shaky waters. Let me just let them handle their problem type of thing. Yeah, but yeah. Just a lot of people have been like just showing that they've been educating themselves. And I really appreciate it. You know, I, um, I've never really complained to my white friends about racism. I've had some conversations, but it really didn't go that far. But I really do appreciate the ones who have just genuinely shown, shown, you know, a, a desire to learn and to spread information. It's just, it's impressive. I can't lie. I'm, I'm like, see, maybe I was overthinking it anyway, or maybe the timing just wasn't right for this conversation to be had. I don't know, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I don't have anybody muted from seeing my stories. I mean, there was the ones that reached out, they were never muted, but there's some who probably like, wow, she's posted on her stories a lot all of a sudden. No, I just unmuted you. <laughs> the gag is they probably knew and they probably looked from a different page and seen okay, that you well, muted them. There's nothing to see, but I feel uh but yeah, so anyway, I just want to recognize that. And I just I think that um, you know, it's just been kind of dark. Not I don't even know if I want to say dark, but I just have been like in a weird emotional place, just kind of being hypersensitive to stuff. I um today I watched this movie called uh oh. So today I watched the movie called Just Mercy with um Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Oh, okay. Um movie. Yeah, Zayden was watching a movie the other day. Yeah, so if you guys haven't seen it, it's on the Apple TV Plus app. I for some people it may be free for a year. That's how I saw it. But long story short, it just kind of shows some of the racism within the justice system and how and the the, the crookedness in policing and judges and things of that nature and the kind of control that people have over certain areas. Like someone who was framed for a murder, they had absolutely nothing to do with it, but they also framed someone else to be a witness for that person out of fear of getting a harsher uh, sentencing. And unfortunately, even though these things happened in the 70s and 80s, it still happens today. There are a lot of people who are on death row right now or just serving time for something they literally did not do, but they were threatened for worse um, sentencing if they did not comply with what the police did. And some people don't have a lot of options. They don't have the money to get um, proper representation. And then, you know, it's kind of a never ending cycle, unfortunately. But yeah, it actually made me cry so bad because I, um, so number one, I cried because one of the guys, he, um, he basically was convicted of murdering someone. I believe he placed like a bomb on a porch or something like that, but I don't think that he meant to do it or something like that. Anyway, he was electrocuted and it just made me think about like, wow, there was really somebody who was like, if you do this crime, we're going to shock your body and take your life away. Now, granted, they are, you know, serving punishment for killing somebody else, but it's almost like, wow, we really have taken the role of God and yeah. punishment and it's just it's just scary and um another person um it was a guy who actually was finally acquitted of his charge after doing 30 years for something he didn't do that's what made me oh, cry wow. I, it just 
Oh my God. Cause you know how at the end of the movie, they kind of do like the summary, the text. It's like, Oh, such and such in 1968. I literally was reading out loud and I just bust out and see I just cannot imagine. I, th- I just, I think I would, I don't know if my mental would be, cr- Oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, if y'all get a chance to check it out, please look at it. And it's, it's really, really relevant in times, right? When we talk about systemic oppression and things that are set in place to work against us, that's one of those things where we literally don't have the ability to fight a system that wasn't made to support us to begin with. So. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched that yet. And I also wanted to watch the other movie. I mean, the other, I guess it's a movie. Um, it's on HBO, the one with the lady who was in chewing gum. Oh, M- Michaela, Michael Cole. Yeah. Uh, I don't I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of the thing, but I did see people tweeting about it yesterday. Is it a show or a movie? I don't know. I think it's a show. But yeah, I, um, I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, I got two things to watch. So I, can, I, I watch it sometime this week when I get some rest. Okay, okay. Well, um, mm-hmm. what you got on the... Um, on the- so, um, for our old listeners, we used to have a segment called Highlight and Highlight. So, during this time, of course, where we are promoting... Um, supporting black businesses even more just because of the type of time that we're in we decided to bring it back Um, but we're not going to call it Hotline Highlights because we're talking about people from all over now call it black black business of the week period you know period black black (laughs) so the first one um, I have a company I've been getting my lashes from her for for so long like um her instagram is called blink of mink lashes oh i think i see you posted before yeah i always get my lashes from her um i haven't gotten any recently because i've been getting lashes sent to me but i do feel like she has some of the best mink lashes like i think that the styles that she picked she's also a lash tech um so she works at stone crest mall if i'm not mistaken um, she is a, lash, a wholesale lash vendor and she also travels. So she can come to your house and be a lashes. But I remember, I've never I, had mink lashes before. You should try it. Well, I mean, you are a person, I don't know. You real different. I just like... In a I, good way, I think. I just like a specific look. I like that um, my favorite lash of all time, even though it doesn't really last, is Lacey by Kiss. Um, but that is my favorite lash. I have not found a single lash that makes me feel the way Lacey makes me feel. Her lashes definitely are natural, though. Let me see if you can kind of see it. Yeah, no, no, it does look natural. Okay. Yeah, like her lashes are very natural. But um, her strip lashes are what I use on my clients, and they just look so good. They look good on camera. You can wear them every day because she got different styles. If you don't like the heavy lash. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to shout out her her company once again okay. it's called i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna put the send me the link so i can put it in the episode description notes i sure will it's called blink of mink lashes and i'm gonna send you the description i'm gonna blink mink. i already wear mink brazilian hair i mean what's good oh girl so we was talking about um this last week this last episode of insecure and his ex and i said we should probably continue it on on here yes. to get everybody's um opinion okay okay so what I was trying to explain, because I probably didn't explain it right through text, but I do not see it for Molly in on on this season. I like her as a person in mm-hmm. real life, but uh I think that this season she's just been real petty and real catty. Um, not to diminish what Issa has been doing, because she, you know, she had her damn uh moments too, but I think in his most recent episode, um 
Issa was very passive, and I understand that she was the one who, you know, extended the olive branch to try to mend their friendship after they had that little fight or whatever. But I do feel as if if you're gonna do that, um, I think that you should probably go all the way with it. And the perfect time was like after she started, you know, they started reminiscing on their past and they started getting getting happy. I think that that from that moment. That was her icebreaker moment to bring it in. But um, I do feel like Molly should have stepped in and said something too, though, because, I mean, she was there. But Molly, at the end of the episode, when she was just, when they had the, the first of all, Molly messy as fuck for trying to text her boyfriend, talking about, uh, see, I'm messy, like, I think I- It's not messy, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I can't. I'm not the type of person that can really fake being around somebody. Like, if yeah. I don't fuck with you, I can't I, I can't even be, be in the same room. I can't sit there and have a conversation with you. Like, she was really acting like she was fucking with her. So right. I understand. And honestly, at first, I didn't even really take the text that way. I was like, because let's say in the, in the, on, on the opposite spectrum, Molly really was trying to genuinely build this relationship with Issa. And so she's like, look, see, I'm trying because I was mad yesterday and I'm really like showing my... But it obviously, it translated otherwise yeah and um i do feel like she probably like in that situation she definitely probably took it too far talking about well i don't think that we just click with each other but i've definitely been that person before i feel like i'm that person now like i feel like i definitely be like i don't mind talking about it but sometimes when you're dealing with certain people, and even if it's, it's like, even if you're in the wrong, I ain't gonna say necessarily you're in the wrong, but if you have a certain view and you're open to listening to other people's views, sometimes y'all just won't click, won't click with each other, especially if one person is off mind and the other person is. Because you just don't want to feel judged the whole time. Like, I think that that's just the bottom line with it. Um, from the outside looking in on my point of view, I feel like each one of them just felt judged. Like, by the type of person they are. Like, yeah. Molly felt judged by Issa. Issa felt judged by Molly. Anyway. Well, let's run it back. Okay. So, two things. It's two interesting situations. So, Molly is talking to a therapist about um, her, her friendship with Issa, you know, and it's kind of to the point. I almost felt like on that last part of a therapy session, she kind of realized that maybe I should work these out with Issa, but it didn't yeah. really translate that way. But I really do commend Issa for reaching out and wanting to link up because um, I know for me, once you know, once you show me what's up, I don't care if your legs fall off and be still in the car when you get out and go inside the house. I don't care what happened with you. But I do think that um, for me, if me and a friend was beefing and I knew I wanted to work things out or talk things out or I had been, t- you know, there was some kind of progress that needed to be made. I feel like, yes, if, if I'm sitting, like, let's say me and you fall out. You'd be like, hey, let's go and grab something to eat. So, you know, let's catch up or whatever the case is. I would feel like if the conversation isn't moving fast enough towards the situation at hand, I would bring it up. Now, obviously, Issa should have, but we know Issa is very awkward. And yeah. I think that when it comes to a friendship like they have, they know each other's style. So I feel like if you know your friend is a certain kind of way, you might need to help them a little bit with bringing that, bringing that topic out of them. But you're right, though. I think that that, that kind of almost made their meetup awkward. And Issa kind of looked at it as like, well, as long as she come to such and such, we'll be good. It's like, no, you can't really just sweep over these issues that y'all have because it's just going to build into something yeah. much bigger. 
I left that part out, but I definitely had that on my notes because that's a, that's how I felt. Because I feel like I've been in too many situations like that where I fell out with somebody and then they'll try to come back in, and instead of talking about a situation and just so we can get an understanding, they'll just move on like nothing happened, and it's just like not addressing the issue. And then when things really like blow up, it's like now situation one, two, three, four, and five have all come together, and everybody's confused. But yeah. um, my issue though, I've I, you know what, I'm I'm not a fan of how Molly has been, right? I think it's funny because I don't actually be remembering a lot of stuff that happens on previous episodes, so I just be forgetting. But if you think historically, like, Issa had always been trying to make it, right? She was going through stuff with her job, trying to make things shake, but um, but she always had a man, always had a situation going on, but Molly on the opposite spectrum always had a very successful job, couldn't really keep a man, couldn't really find a man. So it's kind of like they are alike in those aspects, but also opposite. And I think it's kind of unfair. For, I feel like Molly, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like her feelings are coming from a sense of jealousy because now Issa is up. She got um, she got options, you know what I'm saying? Romantically, she's doing her thing. And now Molly probably don't really, like some people, I, and I've had friends like this, they enjoy you while you're down. And it's like, it makes them feel better about stuff and it helps them grow. They're like, girl, you can do this. Like they actually like helping you. Like they, they helping you, but but wanting you to not take advantage of that help, if that makes sense. So anyway, yeah (laughs) i feel like what's going on right now is molly is so caught up in her man she don't feel like she need her friend no more because she 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 kind of has been boosted in the aspect anyway i feel like i'm rambling but i think that molly when she says that they're not in the same place anymore or outgrown each other whatever she said i'm just like in what ways yeah isa is being who she's been trying to be all along and even when her biggest event her biggest moment came up you weren't even trying to help instead you kind of throw salt on her being friends with this other girl and i mean i get it if my friend starts befriending a girl that dated her ex but at the same time they have been broken up for a long time and it's just a coincidence it's a small world and the girl didn't do anything to her for her to not be cool with her yeah and when they met she didn't know that she was dating lauren so it's like what do you want me to do just cut the girl off she's done a lot for me more than you have because you ain't even want to help me clean up yeah not and then got mad when I went around you to go. How do you feel about that? Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, obviously Issa has other ties to the guy. I can't even think his name right now. Molly's boyfriend. Oh, Molly's boyfriend Andrew. Yeah, because that's initial. That's who helped her. So my thing about it is, she obviously has other ties to him. You know, that's not her friend. That's her boyfriend's friend. Now, now I will say that um, I don't think that it is cool um, to go through somebody's boyfriend or significant other without talking to them first. Because I feel like that's just kind of shady. But in the same breath, I'm like, you know, I don't think she went through the guy that she knew. She's like, you know, you know him too. You're friends with him. You live in the same house with him. Because if mine weren't they roommates, Nathan and the boy? Yeah, they they were up until this last episode. That's what I'm saying. So I don't see nothing wrong with that. And then she didn't do anything. She wasn't reaching out to him over something like petty. She genuinely needed help. Like she had a moment where something happened and she needed to replace it. So she definitely needed it. You know, she needed a spot. But um, I think that Molly just really blew that out of proportion. I, I totally agree. And I think it's just building really up a question for something else. See, this is my thing, too. Okay, so number one, Molly agreed to help Issa out with this connection with Andrew. Number one. And then she didn't do it. And not only did she not do it, she never gave Issa a follow-up as to, like, what was going on. Like, her, her response was, I didn't want to mix my 
business. Like, I didn't want to mix my business with my relationship or something like that. It's like, okay, yeah. if that was the case, you should have said something because this is obviously a big deal. And I also think it's important to even find out how the conversation between Issa and Nathan went because she could have been like, man, Molly said that she was going to ask Andrew about getting this artist and now I don't know what's going on. I don't have no artist. And Nathan could have been like, well, let me just ask him. He one room oh, over. Oh, yeah, you're right. He, that could have went like that. Yeah, so I just feel like, but they didn't talk about it. And, and Molly didn't even ask to find out. And I think it was, I think, there's just no way in the world I could sabotage my friend's event by having that much control and without even saying anything. She kind of left her in the dark. It's like, so you're going to ruin my event? You know how hard it was for me to get the buy-in from these people and how major this is for me since we've been living out here? Yeah. Like... Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I um, but you know, I just feel like it's it could it just can be rooted from jealousy, man. I mean, Issa is super likable. She um, she's she's fun. She's quirky. She's got a cool individuality about herself. She's she's working in a non traditional area of business. She's doing stuff for herself. And even though her relationship with Lawrence didn't really last, I mean, didn't really, you know, at that point they had broken up. They had been stable. She knew exactly what she wanted. Molly's in a situation where she's trying to be accepted by her coworkers. She's trying to like move certain kind of ways so she can be successful there. She had an issue with her pay. You know what I'm saying? And Issa's just like, I just want to help everybody. <laughs> yeah, I love Issa. Yeah, me too. People were saying that people only like Issa because she's the main character. I'm like, no. No, she's just likable. I mean, she had, she's just literally, I think that, I think that Issa Ray, well, Issa D on the show, um, I think that her character just really resonates with everybody at some point. Like some, one of the episodes, you definitely connect with her and, and have been in her place and been in her shoes. Yeah. And I, know that, I think that that's just the part for me because it's like real more relatable. And the whole show to me is relatable because I definitely have situations that could be similar to each part of the show. But I just think that Issa's storyline, oops, Issa's whole storyline is just relatable. Have, have you had, so you said it, there are issues with triggering this. So you've had a friend who stopped being friends with you because of growth or what happened? Um. Okay, so I have friends or I have a friend that um, I felt like when I was down, um, when I was, you know, when I didn't know what I was going to do, when I didn't have no money, when I didn't really have nowhere to stay, they were, like, loving that because, um, you know, they felt superior or they felt, I don't know, I just feel like that specific friend just likes to feel like they have more than everybody. Mm -hmm. So once I started doing for myself and I started making a name for myself and, um, you know, my business started taking off, things have just become selfish. Like, I think that, I think that I, I love, I enjoy what I do. So I definitely document everything that I do. Like when I'm on set, when I'm working, I definitely do. Cause I like what I do. Like, this yeah. is what I'm doing. Yeah. I think that I always assume that people just automatically know, like, oh, okay, maybe he's working or whatever. Cause I'm, cause I feel like you see it, especially if yeah. I look on my like, thing. I obviously don't work a nine to five. So it's kind of, yeah. That you're doing something else. Yeah. Yeah, but it's always giving like, oh, it's like I'm being a shady person because I'm working. Or it's just, it's like they always pin it back on me because I'm doing for myself now instead of me having to always be under them because I had more free time when I wasn't doing shit. And I don't like that. I don't know. I just feel like when you see your friends growing or if you want them to genuinely grow, I think you should grow with them you understand yeah, it they start getting busy and, and encourage them exactly and it shouldn't feel forced i feel like anytime like when i do stuff i don't look for applause i don't look for 
handouts or handshakes or what you know everybody doing that um it does feel good when people do compliment your work but i definitely feel it more from people who i don't know like i, I yeah because they don't have any bias against you it's just kind of yeah 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 and i feel and i and i don't even expect my friend all my friends to to support me everybody not gonna wear makeup everybody not gonna like what i do which is cool but i feel like that specific friend only like when they see other people leaving comments and complimenting me and all this type of stuff, that's when they come in and they start leaving compliments and stuff like that. Cause normally that doesn't happen. Or if they see a lot of people reposting and blah, blah, blah. Like with me, I genuinely repost stuff. Like if I like, it, if I like, how I look, I repost it. Cause I understand how hard it is and I understand the support and I understand like what you, what you need to get where you need to go. And I only support stuff that I like. If I don't like it, I just don't like it. And that's how it but, should be, but if it's your friend and you just don't like nothing, it's like, okay, what is it? Yeah, no, it's just like everybody else like it, so it's like, oh, did it, it's, I don't know. They're doing that to blend in, or they're doing it because they need everyone else's approval to like it, because they don't actually like it. Like, what do you think it is? I don't know. I just, I look at it, I personally feel as if it's like, oh, let me just go ahead and do it too, because I don't want, I don't want them to feel them type of way. Hmm. I don't know. This is weird. Like I, I definitely can relate to that. It's so many instances that I can do. Are we gonna be here all day talking about this shit if I <laughs> if I lay them out on the table? I have a. Um, this from one person though. I know that person. Definitely do. Okay, say less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So there was this woman or girl. I guess you could say we're not. So I will say this: we're not enemies. But I just had to distance myself from being around her. But like, I'm not beefing with her. But anyway, we um we got cool, and she was one of those people. She just makes bad decisions. It's just a part of her character. Like when it comes to men, finances, whatever. Like to get to put things in perspective. Like she would be calling people like relatives to get money to pay a bill, but then would go and buy like a Gucci bag. You know what I'm saying? Just like really irresponsible. But then she would love when somebody else is doing bad or struggling. Like if like, I remember one time me and her were literally both single. Okay. Her boyfriend was in prison. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. And um, there was something we were talking about. She was like, see, and that's why you single. I'm like, girl, you're single too. (laughs) But she was just, she just, I guess, I don't even know if I'm making sense because I, I know the story. And so me trying to explain it without sharing details is making it a little complicated. But anyway, she just makes terrible decisions. And then when you are um not making terrible decisions, she'd be like, but ain't this going to happen? But don't you want this? I'm like, girl, no, oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't Definitely like, you're, like trying to talk me out of feeling good about the situation that I'm dealing with. And it just was, it just got so negative to the point where I'm just like, I literally can't even share anything with you. And not that I look for people to people for validation, but if I'm calling a friend, someone I have put on a higher pedestal than a complete stranger, then I would kind of expect some kind of support when I bring something to them. Obviously you don't have to cheer for everything I do. But there's something about me that you like, which is going to lead to you to liking the decisions that I make in right. life. I just had to stop hanging with her. She was just literally like, let's say I could be married to the freaking king of, you, who knows, name an African country, okay? You don't have to literally name it, but just know I'm married to the king. Oh, girl, you know um the gold from that country. <laughs> it's like, girl, you are so mad. <laughs> she's such a negative nancy but she is not doing well and she she looks good on paper but the the ways that she's gotten to do these things is by getting people to do it for her because she don't really know what she's talking about or cheating or 
you know, it's just kind of like not genuine. And oh well, get it how you live. But if you're doing those things, don't try to talk down the person that's actually going the actual route they should be going to get things taken care of. And yeah. now, even now, when I speak to her, I'm just like, girl. Every time I speak to you, I am reminded on why we don't hang around. And she's one of those people you just can't give advice. She'll call you for advice and you'll give it to her, and then she made an even dumber decision. It's like, did I make it worse by even answering your phone call? No, I I totally understand that. I think that um, I'm learning that. Like, I'm learning that I can't really be a part of situations where people making extremely bad decisions all the time. And I understand everybody not perfect. And everybody had their own route and their own thoughts on things. But it's just like, you can't just always be a person that makes bad decisions and think that shit is okay. Exactly. And I hate people that do the stuff like that. And then they get mad at you for not making the same bad decision just because I'm like... I know better. I definitely probably been in that situation before and I didn't know how to overcome it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that I don't need to do that shit no more. And no, I'm not doing that. I don't know. I just, I definitely feel like I can't be around people now that make bad decisions. It's just not my Yeah, thing. it's real. And it's real. Remember, on, and even on last episode, I know it was a little deep, but I remember mentioning like, you should be around people that are doing things that you want to also do. Like you need to have somebody, there needs to be some kind of like, for example, if you use Issa and um, Molly, for example, one is doing extremely well in their career, one is extremely well in their relationship. You could just learn from each other. You don't have to be opposites on everything, but I just think it needs to be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, sure. ever, have you ever had a friend that kind of like kicked you to the curb once they got in a relationship? All my friends kick me to the curb when I get in a relationship. Really? I ain't gonna say kick me to the curb, but my friends, for the most part, I would say 90% of the time, they do not know how to do both. Like, they, they can't manage a relationship and Really? And it, and it goes for a male and female. Not you, of course, but... Oh, you know what I I'm mean. Just, People don't I'm, know I'm coming or going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't know how to do that and and that's a problem for me sometimes because i'm just like because when he fin if y'all break up or something happened then now you're gonna be coming back yeah what are these people uh, um okay let me get my verbiage out so i remember when i was i remember one or two relationships that i was in but i was young like not even 23 like i was under 23 and i was just all about my man but i didn't know better i didn't realize that there is an importance to have individuality in a relationship i just was so excited to be in love that i just wanted to be around him all the time and i didn't really cut my friends off but it got to the point where i was around him so much we broke up i'm just like well, what, what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do? Yeah. But I think that um, I guess the question I was gonna ask are these people who are in and out of relationships often like have they not realized that you probably shouldn't go that route? <sighs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> I wouldn't even say relationships. I would say in and out situa situationships. Yes, because mm. this it happens like that even with situationships. Like they just, really? and I'm just like. Yeah, that's not okay. Do you give that feedback to them, or what should do? You just like, all right, well, um, I I do, I do. I'm learning. I I think as of lately, I've been a I've been very vocal, and people don't know how to take it because I'll just be so blunt now. Like if it, if something that I'm not feeling, I just say it right then. Um, I try to kind of monitor it because I don't want to feel like I don't want anybody to feel like I'm trying to embarrass them in front of other people. But sometimes. Oh, yeah. I just need to say it because it's just right there happening in my face. And I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to embarrass you, but 
I need to know. I need you to know what you're doing. And I would expect the same for, way for me. If I'm doing something to you that's not cool and I'm not realizing it. Or yeah, hold I, me accountable. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes a little embarrassing embarrassment yields good results. <laughs> yeah. But um, if that was the case. Our parents would have never punished us. Yeah. So I don't know. I um, but I said that to say that um, I'm gonna stop doing that. I'm not not all the way, but I'm gonna stop. Just like I'm gonna just start letting people do them. Yeah, I feel I'm going to just remove myself from the equation. Equation, because I be feeling like I'm wasting my breath sometimes. Yeah. So. I yeah, oh, it's so complicated. I I will say I can't really relate to Issa and Molly's friendship per se because I don't really have that much patience for people being shady. But yeah. pieces of their storyline I have experience with people, and I just don't have time. I don't care. Yeah. That's why I mean I I think last year was the most friends I made in a long time, and they all came from the same place, <laughs> a job. Oh my god! I'm I made a lot of friends at Mac, but I typically don't make friends at work. What would you have done in a situation where, um, let's say Molly and Issa did not link up, and you had went to go help Nathan pack, and then she was there? Mm, what would I have done? Um, yeah, would you have like kept it, like not acknowledged her? Because remember, even Andrew like offered to feed them and all this other stuff. Like, would you have just been like, eh? No, I, I don't know. I would have definitely spoke because I, I, I don't feel the need to meet, for me to be in a house with somebody and just don't speak, especially if we have a past of being as close as they were. Like, I just think that's very awkward. Um, at the least, I would say, hey, mind my business because I'm here for Nathan. I'm here to pack. So I'm here, I, I offer to help him, and that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to do anything else. If you want to talk or if you want to kind of catch up on some things, I'm willing to do that. But otherwise, like, just keep it as that. If he wanted, I, I wouldn't have took the food. No, he would have offered food. No, I'm not eating it. I even I get home. <laughs> even though <laughs> she's I'm not here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at first I was like, if I see her, I just want to speak, and I and I eat y'all food. But in reality, that situation was still kind of fresh, and I feel like. If I was going to Nathan's house, I would have been like, who all there? Is she there? Yeah. I ain't coming. <laughs> but if yeah. I if that did not happen and I popped up, walked by and I seen her, I might have spoke, but it wouldn't have been like a like you know how excited Easter was when Molly walked into the restaurant. It wouldn't have been like that. It would have just been like, hey. I think for me, I probably wouldn't even would have made it that far because um I'm already talking about the Lawrence. I'm not coming <laughs> over here to help you. Like honestly. <laughs> You know what? I, I wouldn't even make that far. Like, cause at this point, me and Lawrence have had we have a history. I think that we both kind of um, finally talked about our like why we broke up, and we're getting some understanding. And Lawrence is taking accountability for himself as well as Issa. And I feel like, to be honest, that that can stop a lot of relationships. I was I was reading something yesterday from Kaylani on Twitter, and she just basically said that she realizes that she needs to um, just kind of address situations as they happen and stop being so passive about it and sweeping it under the rug and moving on. Like she needs to address it because sometimes it can fix the situation. Now that wasn't her words verbatim, but that's basically what yeah, she. And I feel like had that would have happened initially from the jump. I mean, he. I, I understand that she cheated on him and he needed some time, but um, I feel like the fact that they had to talk because nothing was wrong in their relationship at all. 
besides the fact that he was unmotivated. He ain't really had no job. And, and, and I know how it that feels. Relationship itself, it was just his performance as a partner. Yeah. And, I, and I've experienced that same situation firsthand, like literally verbatim, almost. Me too. So, like, I can, I feel it and I understand. I never cheated on him, but I definitely have been there yeah, before. I've never cheated either, but I've definitely been with somebody who was just unmotivated and a couch surfer in his own house. That's neither here nor there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I understand that, but I feel like after that conversation that they had and they started to get closer, um nathan we didn't know each other that long to be honest i'm not gonna say that we didn't we didn't have like potential to have something but then you just dipped out on me but in the in the good part i ain't gonna say good but he she did find out that he was bipolar and that was the reason why he dipped out on her um but i think that even still for me to not even know you that long, and we we getting to know each other, and you see that I'm liking you, and you dip out on me, and without even giving me some type. Oh, of- not to forget, they just met. Did you not recall their first day together? Yeah, I remember <laughs> when they jumped off that pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think that their relationship or whatever was even long enough for her to even owe him any type of explanation after he dipped out on her. So I wouldn't even made it to the point of me coming to damn box up no boxes at his house. That's just not me. Yeah. You know what? Now that I think about it, I'm trying to understand when did they get back cool like that? And that just reminds me that honestly her and him could have had, her and Nathan could have been on better terms much sooner if it wasn't for Molly. Oh, because of her birthday when he was trying to pull up on her. You're right. Yes. And that's just, and then even Issa was like, wait, he did? Because she was genuinely concerned. Like, what happened to this man? I thought he got yeah. locked up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she, dang, Molly did stop her bag. I forgot about that. Yeah, she did. Um, Now, what would you have, a lot of people on Twitter felt like Issa should have never to- told Lawrence about Nathan and should have dated them both at the same time. I'm not with this new Twitter culture. I, don't. <laughs> I feel like you can't play um, the games with somebody that you got so much history and a possible life of happiness. It's just not fair. Especially when she, when they have, especially the, the awkwardness between him, her, Condola, and all that. It's kind of like, okay, but you knew about all that. I explained to you what was going on, and then you still are dating Yeah, somebody. exactly. So why shouldn't she tell him? Yeah, I wouldn't even, but you're right though. Back to what you said about um, befriending Nathan. I don't think I would have, like if me and me and Lawrence would have started back talking, maybe I would have done that if because I had already told Nathan that I was going to help him pack, that would have to be the end of it. But I, I personally, I can't befriend an ex. And I know I've discussed that before, but that's interesting that people said that. I'm like, why? I mean, what did, honestly, what did Nathan provide for her to make her feel like she should pursue him more than Lawrence? Crazy. I, well, I think I told you this. I, I'm literally friends with all my exes, all of them. Oh, Not wow. like friends on where we can we can have a conversation. We speak, have a conversation. I will go out to lunch with them, but we just don't have any feelings for each other no more. And you know, I probably could do that if I was single, but I don't want to because oh well, yeah that does play a big part I don't got I'm not dating <laughs> but I think for me I don't think I really dated any men that were conducive to a happy life so there's nothing that would make even though I liked them at that time I didn't really understand what made a good partner hmm. and so there's nothing I would benefit from communicating with them all right so what um have you ever been a Molly in anybody's friendship before um 
Let's see. I, I, I let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Me being honest. Me being honest. Me being honest with myself. Um, I have. I've definitely been a Molly. I'm just trying to find examples of like when I have been a Molly in the situation. For sure, um, how she stopped her bag from stop stop Nathan from coming to bring her a gift and talk to her on her birthday I feel like I definitely been done that before just because I know my friends and I know <clears throat> I know how rowdy they are so I know how rowdy they would get if they would see somebody who they used to date or were in a relationship or talk to and it didn't end on good terms and then you just trying to pop up out of nowhere I'm like listen that's not good let's just do that on your own time Mm, that's I've tough. definitely, yeah, I've done that before for sure. Um, do I regret it? No, um, <laughs> Molly don't either. Um, let me see how what other times I was Molly in the situation. Um, I don't know. Molly is, is weird. Like I just feel like I always liked her previous to this season. Um, it's like this season she just showing her true colors. Like I don't like. Oh, you know what? Okay. Some bits so. and pieces of her being this way, but it was never like enough to be like, you need to stop kicking it with her. Because you know, we all know yeah. someone that's flawed. You know what, though? The situation with her, what is the guy that she dating now? I'm, I Andrew. So, Molly and Andrew, their relationship, definitely um, a lot of that. I've definitely been to Molly in this situation just because I think that I've had so many, so many, so many situations happen to me that I am very cautious, and I feel like she didn't let her guard down with him, and she expected so much from him, and they weren't together. And I've definitely been there before. I've yeah, definitely keep pressure him to be with her. Yeah, I ain't do that. Yeah, I ain't that. I ain't that type of. I ain't that's not my tea. But I'm. It's no. But I definitely have, um, I've been there. Like, especially just trying to, like, force him to open up to her when he wasn't ready and, um, you know, a lot of stuff is going on. I feel like I've, I've definitely been there person because I just be feeling like if you're going to talk to somebody, if you're going to date somebody, especially if you've been dating them for a minute, I feel like even after a while, you have to kind of open up and get Yeah, to- I think it's normal to expect from somebody. It's kind of like what – you don't know what you what is on the other side of that. So am I supposed to just keep playing this game to like guess who you are? One thing about me, I don't like it. I don't trust Andrew. I think something about to go down after this, even with the situation it's with his something brother. Happening, yeah. And even when he like gets off the phone when she comes around and you know, I don't know. Oh well though to her. You know, I am definitely an Issa because I am awkward and I never I'm not gonna lie to you, when I have drama with folks i read them their rights right in and there so there's no need to rekindle and talk it out so yeah. if, if we do see each other it's just very awkward i definitely more relate more to Issa, um in in plenty of ways i don't i don't really see myself as a molly i just i mean i could i, I definitely have done certain things like i said but for the most part like i feel like each and every episode of insecure i'll be just looking like i feel like this lady just be in my brain i mean like almost identical situations every time i'm interested to see what's gonna happen on this next episode of insecure what uh, what what okay i'm gonna share what i want to happen i want molly and Issa to at least 
get it all out. I don't really think they should um, be BFFs again. This is something that's been kind of going on over, over time. It is a such thing as outgrowing friends, but if your friend's not being supportive, then don't force it. I, I want to see Issa around new girls. It, even though she got played by those girls, I did like seeing her in that different environment and like, you yeah. know, having fun. I want her and Lawrence to work it out. I want her to move to San Francisco with him. And um, I hope he gets the job. And I want Condola to not be pregnant because I don't, we don't know why she kept blowing him up. And I want her and Nathan to just. But she said he did say that he talked to her and it's good. Everything's good. Yeah, that's what he said. But that's what people say when they don't tell the whole story. Okay. Oops. Read the writer's room. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want that to happen. And I want um, I want Molly to get a, a reality check, man. She's she. I feel like without Issa, she's not going to be that tight with the other two girls. Tiffany and what's the other girl? Kelly. Kelly. I feel like she really needs Issa to be like in that power situation now. Um, who knows? Honestly, I just need Issa to... I just want Issa to thrive elsewhere. On to the next. This is my prediction. I think that once she go back in the house and talk to Andrew about what happened, he's going to probably stop fucking with her because I can tell that he that he that he feels like Molly is in the wrong in the situation and that the way that she's handled in the situation is not cool. Um and I think that he kind of over it. I think that she just keeps showing her that side of her to him and he keeps like brushing it off. Like you could tell he'd be pissed off, but you could tell he keep brushing it off like it's just not cool and i feel like that's gonna be the one because that girl like stormed out of the house and he probably looked like what the fuck going on right mind you because he never got the text message <laughs> oh um i do want my i mean Issa to just live her life with lawrence like i feel like they love each other so I, why not um yeah yeah, I don't know. I feel like everybody just going I I I don't know. That's as far as I got. I don't I can't say nothing else. Yeah, I don't I'm know. sure they're going to throw a crazy curveball and we're going to be mad punching the TV and stuff. I ain't punching mine. Gonna be, uh, Issa going to be packing her bag to move to San Francisco with um Lawrence and then boom. Um what's the dude name? What's the one what's the one dude the dark Nathan. Not Nathan, the other one. Who? Daniel? Daniel, you're going to knock on her though. He, she, be, she better not. Then you're going to knock on the door. She was sleeping on that. I had, we ain't seen Daniel now one time this whole season, and I definitely saw him on set when they were filming, and I saw Dro. So I don't know what they got up their sleeve. Oh, brother. So I don't know. I don't know if Dro going to pop up or or Daniel. Ooh, even that situation with Dro and Molly, it's like, girl, you want a man that bad? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was trash. Oh, my yeah. God. Anyways, all right. Well, I can't wait to see what happens. We have another topic for y'all, but we gonna, I promise you we're going we're gonna to do it next week or the week after. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye. Peace, y'all. In the Middle East and in America. <laughs>